This is episode 707 for September 2021, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a cover of the Guns N' Roses song, Sweet Child of Mine. Uh, the group is called First to Eleven, and I think they did a great job covering that one. Why are we talking about Sweet Child of Mine? Because we're talking about the child within on this Spider History episode. Uh, before we get there, I want to thank people that logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and help support the site and the podcast. Uh, the ones that do are getting some swag mailed to them. I just got an alert that some coffee mugs are going out, some decals for your car slash uh, laptops, etc. And also t-shirts and hoodies are going out to people that support us. And I think they said uh, you have to support uh, the site for three months in a row and then you get the swag. So... Uh, if you would like some crawlspace swag, uh, log on to uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. And you also get benefits like exclusive episodes, like our spider satellite episode. You get episodes early. You also get your name in front of our live streams. And also you get your name in front of the audio versions too, which I'm about to do right now. So big thanks goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Brian, David, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, John, Joshua, Kelly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah, O433, Ryan, Sarah, Scott, F, Scott M, Will, hashtag something good for you, Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Half Skimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Matthew, Michael K, Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper22, Nick, Patrick, Ryan, and we also have Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and Toby Z. Again, thanks to each and every one of you for supporting the site and helping me pay the bills. One more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. The Child Within, we're wrapping it up. You fans have demanded JR cover this one, so you're getting your wish. Here he is, the man himself. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our September uh, Spider History with JR, and JR is right there. What's going on, JR? Yeah, well, I'm debating on whether or not to let Hornacek out of the room. We'll see. I might, maybe when I. Uh... Maybe when uh, at the at, when the story is over and I've expunged all well, the nerves. It's ner- been thirty days. Yeah, know? I know. But I carry a grudge like no you other do. person carries a grudge. So. <laughs> so, so we are continuing our look back at what the fans of this show have demanded, uh, that we look at the uh, Child Within. Uh, we're on uh, part four of really seven on this one. Mm-hmm. A web slinger versus green goblin, the prize Spider-Man sanity. Yep. So. Yeah. Now this is again, fortunately for you goblin fans out there, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, we have more of that, but unfortunately we go down another, another psycho deep psychological rabbit hole, which personally I think is, is dishonest. I don't think it's, I don't think it's an honest story story point and i don't think it's true to peter parker's character mm. uh but obviously it was something very important to the the writer uh and i think uh, actually it, it 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 reveals its batman 
origins because it was originally a Batman story. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this this is rightly or wrongly before you know this is one of the most significant uh, Harry Osborn stories because this is where Harry goes off the rails for good. You know, yeah. uh, leading to his death, which lasts a few years until brand new day. But that's another thing, though. Yeah. So anyway, all, all, right. all, all three previous parts have started with video footage from years ago. Yep. And we do it again. Yep. Yep. Vermin is on tape. Uh, these are the observation tapes that uh, Doc, that uh, and usually Dr. Kafka is either talking to him uh, or excuse me. She's there there with him. All right. Now here, but unfortunately, this is and this and, and as you know, boys and girls. Last month, in part one, we learned that Berman violently broke out of Ravencroft and slaughtered probably at least a dozen people, if not more. Uh, and this is what tips him off. Finally, uh, he's in the throes, obviously, of remembering the bad thing mm-hmm. and how his mommy failed him and let him down by not coming to his rescue when Daddy was doing the bad thing. Uh, so he calls for Doctor Kafka, but Doctor Kafka is not there. Uh, and the voice says that she's not there, that she's get, getting some rest. And that makes Venom freak completely out. Uh, and he breaks out and then kills all those people. All right. right. So real quick, uh, Hornacek says, is this the first time Peter's parents have any significant mention since the 1968 annual number five? Good question. Hornacek. You're getting, I, I close, you're getting closer to the door, you know, yeah. uh, that is a good <laughs> That is a good. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I, I, I mean, it's I, always I been Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his parents are always kind of mentioned offhandedly, um, and I'm trying to remember when the. Um, okay, it was post Clone Saga because I was remember when they did the back the flashback issues and they you know where they met Wolverine because Wolverine then knew his parents. Uh, that was after the Clone Saga, so that was after mm-hmm. this. Hornacek, you may be right. Uh, I, 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 I think it is. I think. Yeah. I think you're probably right. So, so, so we were close. You, you might get out of the room by the end of the show. We, uh, we're talking about how I love Salby Simmons art. Uh, but even I can't defend this next panel. And when I read it, 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 uh, was just odd because, uh, Vermin's mom is looking through the photo album and the picture, it looks like she has four eyes here. Like <laughs> I, I, cause I reread yeah, this, it does. Arc, it does. this, it does. this arc in anticipation of tonight. And I'm like, that looks weird. The way the gray eyebrows are hitting. It looks like there's four eyes on mom there. It does. It yeah. does. You think the eyebrows would either be gray or even, you know, yeah, because maybe, it's the color, of, maybe it's the color is more than Sal actually. It, it could be, it could yeah. be because usually even people with gray hair, sometimes their eyebrows are still dark. Yeah, um, exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so we have quote unquote, you know, we have mommy looking at a picture of Edward. Then the yeah. next page we have, uh, vermin vermin's mommy figure, yeah. Dr. Kafka looking, looking at vermin. Yeah. All right. And then the next page where we kick off the, the story is, uh, yeah. Peter is, uh, Peter is unconscious. Harry is taking him to an abandoned building and, Peter starts to revive and Harry immediately begins beating the hell out of him, beating the hell out of him. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically because Peter is, Harry does not want to face, Harry does not want to face the fact that Norman Osborn was not a good man. Harry wants to believe that his dad loved him, you know, took care of him, sheltered him, nurtured him, everything like that. But of course that was not, Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn was incapable of those things. Yeah. Uh, and Harry can't deal with that. Uh, 
not sure I understand. Well, I, I, I should save this to the end. Uh, um, but uh, so he's deluded about being a good father and he resents Peter for continually being. Peter is a constant reminder now mm-hmm. of what a bad man Norman Osborne was. Uh, because obviously, if Peter Parker, his best friend, you know, <laughs> is fighting Norman Os, you know, so. Something's got to be, you know, there, there's, it's not, he can't reconcile the, he can't reconcile the disparity. He can't reconcile his, what he wants Norman Osborne to be with what he, what Norman Osborne really was. So, you know, he babbles about how Liz and Normie, uh, if they knew how scared and weak he was, that they would leave him. Uh, so he decides that he's really going to mess with Peter's mind and he opens up a gassy pumpkin bomb. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to start, you know, and we're going to start, you know, here, here, here it's, it, it's fun. This is, this is interesting because I, I just another thing occurred to me. Um, so he's starting, he's making Spider-Man hallucinate again. And when Spider-Man quote unquote comes to, which he really does. And he's in the hallucination, he's surrounded by giant tombstones. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the big one he sees is here lies Craven, the hunter killed by Spider-Man. And then yeah. a zombified Craven with half his head blown off shows up. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, and, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so, and he blames Spider-Man for not stopping him from killing himself. Uh, and so, and then Harry comes back, Harry, you know, takes out, you know, Craven peels off his face and it turns out to be Harry, the goblin and Harry and Harry says something interesting. He says, you and death are old friends. Aren't you more than pro uh, more than friends? You're a team. Mm. You feed him victims. And in return, you get now. And he goes, but this is actually very similar to some of the dialogue going on between kindred and Spider-Man. Oh, okay talking about remember how kindred is always talking about spider-man's sins i mean and harry is bringing up the fact that death you know is always surrounding peter i mean it's so it's somewhat kind of analogous uh and this is why i thought it was kind of fortuitous that we picked uh this story because as the kindred story is unfolding you know it's kind of like some of the same some of the same overtones but this reminds me of again which shows either how hypocrite how stupid lawyers are or marvel is or house house they don't how they don't think you know Mm. for example remember when the uh when when when, in uh the little boy who died wanted to have uh, a picture or a uh, they wanted a spider-man engraved on his tombstone or something because he's a big yeah yeah yeah, and well so of course marvel sent one of these stupid stupid letters that basically assist yeah but but it wasn't it wasn't you know again uh IPs have to be vigorously protected, blah, blah, blah. We kind of ran into the same thing with the Superman thing. It's like, it's not that they are protecting their IPs. It's that the reasons they give and the language they use are stupid and they're insulting. Mm -hmm. You know, they can't, they can't, it's not like, it's like they can't protect their IP without insulting somebody and belittling them. But the, 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 the letter that came with this season desist was about how Spider-Man, you know, uh, uh, it was something like represents life. You know, he's positive. He's affirming a representation of life. And it's like, no, are you kidding? Death has always hung around this character. Yeah. Death is From what created. Yeah. Death is what created this character. Death yeah. is what haunts this character constantly. Death is, 
is is a constant companion of Spider-Man, you right. know? So why why are you writing this bullshit letter about, you know, oh, he's such a positive affirmation of life, so we can't possibly put his image on a tombstone? Yeah. Uh, yeah Hornacek yeah. has a question about your favorite goblin story, or one of them. Uh, is that the same gas pumpkin bomb from Spec Spider-Man number two, the magazine, not the book? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's always been hallucinogenic pumpkin bombs. Yeah. Yeah, Norman is. Yeah, that's a, that's been a a key part of the Goblin mm-hmm. arsenal is hallucinogenic pumpkin bombs. Yeah. And um, we we have a uh, Mary. Uh, she's late, but she said that uh, she's happy to hear the King of Spider History talk the Child Within. Oh, yeah. King of Spider History! Oh, you are the king! Oh, oh, oh I, I'm, I'm, yeah, where's I'm your crown? You. I'm flattered. <laughs> uh, I'm flattered. Um, you know, uh, I was about to say, uh, I was going to try to make a crown joke or whatever, but I was going to compare <laughs> the hair on my head to Brad's lack of hair, but I couldn't quite make it out. So anyway, but I guess I shouldn't uh-huh. make too much because it's getting, you know, it's like, uh, that's why my hair is growing long now. I'm compensating for the fact it's getting thinner on top. Anyway, so Spider-Man's in the cemetery. <laughs> You know, you notice it's like when I'm always going on these rants, Rand always just like tries to bring me back or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, he, we're, but so Spider-Man then sees a ghost of dead people, you know, like Haley Joe Osmond or whatever. And one is Nathan Lebinsky. Like, who cares? Nathan oh, Lebinsky's no, dead. I, I hate it. But what, an, what's ironic now is another one is Ned Leeds. Oh. And of course. He's better. He, he got better, I guess. Yeah. Our other so, female viewer, Sarah, says, next episode, JR better be in a crown with a uh, whopper, Sarah. He needs to whopper in one hand and the Burger King crown on the top is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Peter Palmer, consider Harry's drug use. Interesting to see him use a hallucinogenic pumpkin bomb. True. Gary in the Frozen says, JR never stopped doing spider history. Uh, well, can, I don't know. I mean, considering the reti- other retirement we've had, yes, I mean, George maybe has retired. Yeah, that's can from, Nathan from, Lebinsky from Friday ghost walk from Friday Night Fight? Yes, <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah, that's cruel. That's cruel. But I like it. A little closer to the door there, Horner. Sec. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who else? Because I hated Nathan Lebinsky. I really did. Let's go to another grave where oh, the dude's right. not dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Norman Osborn. Uh, yeah, it's so. It's, uh, yeah. So, you know, Ghost and Nathan Lubinsky, Ned Leeds, Norman Osborne. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, two of these three people are now no longer dead. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, so the next page is that is, again, the observation tapes of Vermin breaking out and killing people because he wants somebody to make him forget the bad thing. Mm. Okay. We get it. This is the fourth issue in a row we've heard about the bad thing referenced. Let's move on with the story. Yeah. Okay. This All right. Is, but anyway, you can see almost, this. Do you think it's it's pre-writing to the trade? And this is 91 when this came out. No, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I, 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 again, I don't know what the motivation was for this to be a six part story when I, in gen, I generally believe it should have been half that amount, you know? Uh, but, um, I don't. I don't think it was right for the trade. I don't. They may have told him to extend it six months or whatever, or, yeah. or to make it like I think as one of our, you know, as earlier suggested, you know, make it the, another Craven's Last Hunt story. You take the vermin out of it. It's probably three issues. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways, you can see, you know, it's 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 vermin is vicious. He, he's a vicious. He slaughters people viciously. You know. Um, so then we go back, you know, to uh, to the uh, hallucination. Peter is surrounded by giant graves of the Stacys and Uncle Ben. Uh, Peter is telling, but now Peter is talking to, to Ben about the guilt that he feels. 
And Ben's voice, yeah. you know, is telling him, oh, that's not what this is all about. It's not about me. It goes further than that. And then now the look zombies. At, look at Spider-Man turn into a little baby. He's turned into a little baby. He's smaller. Yep. Like yep. baby Spider-Man. Yep. This is what, because it's supposed to signify, you know, yeah. uh, and these are clearly his, his parents coming back from, yeah. you know, uh, well, coming back from the dead, but leaving him actually. But anyway, zombie parents, I guess zombie parent are zombie parents better than robot parents. Um, well, one but, takes uh, batteries, one takes brains. <laughs> Ooh, you, that was relatively quick, and it wasn't you like too bad. That? I just said, yeah, it wasn't, and it wasn't too bad either. It wasn't well, as oh, painful. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't as painful as some of the other ones. You, what he rejoined as you come I up with. I think you like the alliteration of the bees. The brain yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I think the alliteration got me. Anyway, yeah. anyway, so Peter now, of course, is being faced with this truth. Of course, mm. so I, I, that's what I was thinking. Horace, like maybe they said, yeah, it was, we wanted to know Craven's last hunt. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, being forced to com co confront this truth, mm -hmm. you know, flips Peter out, you know, and even though he's still within the hallucination, no. he's, he's breaking out, but it's like, no, the, let yeah. them, you know, they can't be dead. They can't be dead. And, uh, so he's flipping out, which actually is kind of freaking Harry out. Uh, and, uh, you know, you know, you've lost it when the crazy man is, gets a little, freaked yeah, when out. the crazy man is, is, uh, <laughs> he's almost know. pulling a Shatner there with Khan. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, that was stretching. That was stretching. That, no. You stretched on that one. So. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a machine gun of humor. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 some of them get them. Some of them don't. I got you on. I one. don't know. I don't know. I think, I think your bolt is pretty rusty and, uh, and, uh, slow to respond there. And the, what do you, you know, my bolt about, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, right, so going. Peter is screaming, "Don't let them be dead!" You know, yeah. and he's swinging at, and he's swinging away, and he's saying, "Mommy, Daddy," you know, yeah. and um, they must. And, and then, as you read all these little words, they basically they must not love me. It's my fault they went away. It must be my fault. Yeah. Oh. I like the, I like the little, uh, <laughs> yellow, uh, dialogue boxes are upside down and flying Dah. all over the place. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, go to the, go to go to the next page because this is where, this yeah. is where we're getting to the, cru another crux of this story is that, uh, Peter blames himself for his parents' deaths. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, next page, we go back to Vermin's house and Vermin's dad is sitting there reminiscing with a picture of, uh, of a uh, little Vermin, little Edward sitting on his, um, sitting on his lap. But, uh, well, Vermin just ain't there in a the picture. He's there in person now. Uh, says, I'm back daddy. I'm yeah. back daddy. And I'm going to kill you. Dr. Kafka is sleeping on the couch in her office she hears the window crash, and there's a uh, someone crawls through and says, "Doctor, help me!" Just yeah. like the almost like the fly. Help me! Help <laughs> me! Continued next issue. Oh, oh man! Wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it went seventy. It went seventy. Oh, went oh, gotta take a swig of milk here. Two, we goes. got two more after that. Was it go to eighty three? 183 or 84 three parts to 184. Okay. So we got two, two more. All right. So All right. let's take a look at the cover of this vermin, the goblin spider in the middle. 
and again, you know, once again, the goblin gets relegated to a bit player in this on the uh, yeah. on the cover. All right. More observation tapes. Hey, let's look at the tape. <laughs> let's go like George Michael sports machine. Let's go back to the video. Let's tape. go back to the tape. Yeah. All right. The George Michael sports machine. Anybody remember that one? I, oh, I barely remember that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and not so, George Michael from Wham either. No, no, not Wham George Michael. This was a sports caster out of DC with a syndicated yep. show. Um, more observation tapes. And now we, 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 you know, basically we learn, you know, Venom's father. I did it again. Well, take a shot. Oh. Venom, oh. vermin, not Venom. Vermin. Uh, just for that horn a sec, you lose a step or two uh, <laughs> from the door. Um, Here we go. This is a gross panel. Dragon mom to the bed. Yeah, basically. Uh, in, the, in the panel before, though, the you know we find out he's he was a judge. They call him the judge, and you know Vermin is saying, "Well, he if he was if he was my father, he wouldn't do the bad thing, touching yeah. him, making him touch him." makes vermin feel sick and sorry so yeah. he pushes it down real deep Ugh. edward's gone i'm vermin so essentially we we see now that vermin is not just something that baron zemo turned edward yeah. wheel and into we that, find out that, that, that vermin is, is a self-defense mechanism to help him come to grips with the sexual abuse he suffered as a child refresh so, me he doesn't well, what is it doing in this story he doesn't he doesn't uh, transform like hulk does he he doesn't go back to edward i like he's stuck in that persona i think actually actually or does he yes and no because okay. and we'll see actually in the final part the epilogue part yeah uh because one of the things that kafka has said throughout this story and this was something reed richards speculated and actually this has been done with john jameson as well is that some of these physical transformations are just not physical transformations mm -hmm. they're physiological so yeah. it isn't just Vimo, Vimo, Zemo's experiments mm -hmm. that have turned him Edward into vermin. Also, vermin's psychological yeah. pain has created right. vermin. So, okay, there's a little bit of that going on too. So, yeah. anyway, so he's he's you know drags mom in. He's going to kill dad. Um, and but the uh, little boy and the little boy. There's the little Please. boy telling him not to hurt him. And then dude's lost it. We have naked Peter. Nick <laughs> Peter <laughs> has lost Peter. his clothing. Yes. Naked Peter. All right. Naked Peter. All right. And again, falling, the whole falling. picture. Mommy, daddy. I'll do anything. Did I make you go away? No, because they had a job. They went to work. <laughs> Gee, is. is it because Where you is didn't? Peter? He he's is in a giant cavern. Where is, is he? Is it because you didn't love me? No, because I had a job. Yeah. Oh, and then he's crawling out of the tunnel. I mean, it is it is like okay, we get a page of naked Peter, okay, in the dark. I then remember we have back in the day. I'm like, Peter's naked. That's just then crazy. we have naked Peter crawling out of the tunnel, and uh, and Kafka is telling naked Peter, uh, the little boy is afraid, but the man isn't. Don't <laughs> let the little boy control you. Honor him, nurture him, love him, but don't let him rule your life. I I have to admit I have never been really analyzed by a psychiatrist, but is this the way they talk? Is this the way they reach know. people? I don't know. I mean, I don't Brent, know. Brent says that's a giant Freudian tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so Peter well, crawls. Yeah. He crawls out of it. I don't want to hide anymore. I'm being tired of being hurt by my past. I can't let myself be controlled anymore. I can't be chained by my childhood. I'm a man. I'm a man. Are you Are you a Muppet? <laughs> I'm a man. Wow. Or I'm a Muppet. Oh. Okay, wow. go ahead. Uh, is the tunnel Peter's crawling out of supposed to be like the panels when Peter was crawling out of the grave in Craven's last hunt? Possibly. I don't know. I think this is just kind of the tunnel is the, is just the, uh, him, him crawling up out of the darkness. I mean, because the first page we had naked Peter in the darkness. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then second page is naked Peter slowly coming out of the darkness through this tunnel, theoretically through the tunnel up to, the light. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Gary, I think Demetrius probably did say, Hey Sal, draw me some naked Peter. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, Spider-Man again. Does anybody want to hear that again? No, I don't want to say it again. Cause it sounds weird. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, so Spider-Man, so Spider-Man staggers around, um, <laughs> hitting his head. He's, yeah, yeah, and and Doctor Kaufman says you face the monster Spider Man and you're going to be all right. Okay. Now speaking speaking of monsters, um, you know, um, the Dead. little boy is telling Vermin he can't kill his father, but the Vermin is screaming to tell him about the bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, you know, the the judge says the obvious: nobody's there. Uh, and Vermin's mom is, you know, telling him not to kill his father. Uh, but, uh, then, uh, and finally, you know, uh, mommy says she's sorry and she's, you know, she's not going to let anybody hurt him. Nobody's going to hurt him. And of course the cops are waiting outside, of course, cause we got to make this point too, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, oh, vermin's going to be okay. But God damn, just those cops showed up. Um, <laughs> then let's go back to the tape. <laughs> let's go back and watch more. Good. A page God. of page of vermin explaining what happened when Zemo began experimenting on him. Okay, this is so then, you know, Zemo starts experimenting on him. But then what this does is this triggers memories of the bad thing Uh, and how the bad thing made him like feel like a criminal. And Zemo is bringing out those feelings of self-loathing and that he feels like Edward feels like he's worse than a criminal, that he's vermin. Okay, now. So let's check in on Harry. Back to Spider-Man and yeah. And the goblin is just kind of lurking out there and Spider-Man is saying, boy, I, I just never realized how much I blame myself for my parents' deaths. And Dr. Kafka is saying, Oh, that's a typical how a child deals with trauma and everything like that. It helps you regain your power and sense of control or whatever. And I'm thinking, wait, 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 wait. does Demetrius even know or care that they were shield agents Killed by the finisher, who, by the way, has showed up recently in the pages mm-hmm. of Spider-Man. Yeah. Killed by the finisher on orders of the fake Red Skull. Mm-hmm. Or is he just conveniently ignoring it to shoehorn his message and this guilt trip into the narrative? Okay. Because Peter's parents died when he was little. He, As he says in the story, he, and as he's always said, he, he remembers very little about them. He remembers almost nothing about them. He yeah. considers Ben and May to be his parents. Really? He always has, you know, but I wonder he, if a kid blames themselves and Peter is very guilt written anyway, but I wonder if he just adds that to the long list of stuff he feels guilty for, but it's, 
I, I, okay. I, in here, I guess I have to regress. Mm-hmm. I have been very fortunate in my mm-hmm. life. Okay. I, I have been, I have been, I had yeah. both parents, mm-hmm. both parents raised me. Uh, um, my father, you know, I, my mother is still alive. I, I did, I lost, you know, lost my father, but I was 38 years old at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'd had our differences over the years and we had, you know, all that was under the water. So we had, you know, uh, so, so I was lucky. I was very lucky mm-hmm. and I've never had, I've never had feelings of abandonment. Uh, yeah, that's what and, Peter has. Yeah. Well, but see, here's the thing. It's like p- people who, and again, I, so this is it. I don't know how people, somebody in this situation would feel. I know, for example, and I understand that people who feel adopted mm-hmm. definitely have feelings of abandonment because yeah. essentially, I mean, even though, even though it's balanced by the fact that somebody really wanted them, it's the fact that their parents didn't for whatever yeah. reason. Okay. Yeah. This is not that. This is not that. This you is. Don't, this, you don't think Peter feels that, right? He shouldn't. I don't. I. I mean, maybe somebody can tell me that this happens to people. Yeah. But it's like, again, if he were six or seven. I mean, it, in a way, it almost makes more sense in the Amazing Spider-Man movies because obviously he's a little boy then with mm-hmm. memories of his parents. Right. Here, he really doesn't have any. And I mean, yeah. if if you go back to Spectacular or Amazing Annual Number Five, he's barely he's just a toddler i mean he's yeah. I, he he waddles instead of walks he wouldn't remember his parents so the idea that he could uh yeah i, I don't i don't know if they did that maybe they did maybe it gave him the idea but um yeah. i just i just have a hard time reconciling that this this is truly how somebody would feel i mean yes he, feels, he yes he does take a lot of guilt on himself yeah. but this is almost beyond ridiculous yeah yeah in com it happens in comics um i I just again maybe again he was almost a baby at the time how and and like i said it's they went to work they they took a job they Mm could have gotten killed on the highway i I don't see how he can he he, i don't see how he's making this connection i really really don't so anyway the nurse nurse comes running in and tells uh uh kafka that uh, vermin is in scarsdale Spider-Man is out the window on his way and he's talking about how free he feels of all these repressed feelings Mm. that he's had. All right. Vermin sees the cops demands to know why mommy didn't protect him. The old man finally got his gun out of the, out of the night, out of the nightstand. But Vermin has, you know, rats who attack him. Vermin grabs a gun and is about to shoot dad, but he can't bring himself to do it. Spider-Man shows up. He and Vermin spill out of the house, swing back on the roof to begin fighting. Then Vermin is zapped by the goblin who tells him he's mine. Exactly. Yeah. Harry says, now Spider-Man dies. All right. All right. That one wrapped that issue up. We got two more. Well, this two more, but this is like the last part of the main story. Spectacular Spider-Man. Yep. But we don't... we don't st- now. Here, again, here's a great, here, a great cover. Great cover. All yeah, right, beautiful. Um, story starts out this time with a different kind of film, different kind of tape. Home this movie. is Vermin Home Movies. <laughs> All right, because you demanded it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vermin Home Movies. All right. So then we get a page of just it raining and people looking at, I don't know what they're looking at. If they're looking at the rain or if they're oh, looking at they're the guy, looking at the in, or they're looking at the guy in the green and purple and the per- little purple booties. All <laughs> right. Well, 
right now, you know, Vermin falls off the roof and looks like the cops are going to, you know, ventilate him. And Harry is doing his supervillain talking and Peter just, I can't, you know, nope, shut up, Harry, and mm-hmm. knocks him into New Jersey, which is what, at this point in time, is what Spider-Man should be doing to Harry. I mean, Harry has no superpowers at this time. All right, Harry well, should not be. Able- the, does he not have the Goblin formula? No, I don't think he does. He does. I don't think he gets it until. When does uh, that happen? I think it happens just before issue, uh, one eighty nine. Before oh. he remember, because Harry comes back twice more. He comes back for that yeah, weird. Yeah, because we're building up the spec two hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He comes back for the weird dinner party. All right. Uh, and I think he got his superpowers just before then. He immersed himself okay. in the Goblin formula. Just, so he doesn't have superpowers right now. So, okay. you know, when Peter knocks him into New Jersey, he ought to stay there. But that's not what right. happens. Um, so he swoops down to save Vermin, webs him up. Dr. Kafka comes to him. Mommy comes to him, says, Daddy can't hurt you now because daddies are just Daddies are bad people. This is why I, and I always hate these stories because it's like, you know, not every father does this, but I always, whenever I see these stories, I think that's the narrative that's being, being sent is that fathers are perverts. You know, yeah. I, I remember uh, what JR liked the story more of Vermin wasn't in it. Yes, he would have. I would, too. Uh, yes, he would have. Uh, b- yeah. uh, but um, for various reasons, I don't like the character and it, it prolonged the story and it just isn't necessary. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's like, I remember once I was watching the law and order with my daughter, you know, cause my daughter, my daughter started out watching America's most wanted in law and order with me when she was little. And then she you went know. into law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. And then that. she went, yeah. And then she, and then when she went into criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember it was like, there's this episode of law and order where this uh, doctor is explaining how, you know, how child abuse works. And basically it's like, you know, and then your dad, you know, dad then notices how attractive you are and says how attractive you are and likes the spill of your hair. And I went and I said, not going to happen, mm. you know, not going to happen. <laughs> it's like, so anyway, so that's why I hate these stories. It's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's part of the, it seems like it's part of the larger narrative that dads are bad and men are creeps. All right. Mm. And that kids don't need dads because they're bad. All right. Anyway. Mm. So uh, Vermin now is not, is, is going to go off to the, the loony bin in the padded cell where he can be hugged and kissed and given sugar cookies. Uh, <laughs> and um, so the goob goblin swoops in to uh, take Spider-Man. And so they're, you know, they're going to have another fight, but this time Peter is going to take control. Peter's going to take control and he tears off the mask, their mask and says, this is about two men named Peter Parker and Harry Osborn, just Mm -hmm. like he did to Norman in Peter Parker, number 75. So again, Glenn Greenberg, I don't know what you're talking about, but it's always been personal with the, with Peter and the Osborn. And it became personal between Peter and Norman when Norman found out who he was. Yeah. Norman found out that, you know, he was living with his son. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's like it's uh, it's since then, it's always been personal but with them and the with the Osbournes and Peter. Yeah. All right. So Harry now is really freaking out, throwing pumpkin bombs right and left, telling Peter, Peter, Peter that ever since he met him, he knew he was evil, that he was the one who killed Gwen and he framed Norman for killing Gwen and then he killed Norman. You know, and then Peter says, all right, what, you know, Harry, okay, what is it you really want? And Harry says, you know, I want your life. Peter says, and which is actually, you know, pretty, take it, take it, you know, and uh, just, I'll just, here, I'll I'll put that up. This is pretty good. Oh, 
Norman starts whispering to Harry. Yeah. Yeah. But this is cool. He's taunting him, but he got hit pretty hard. Look at that. Yeah. Peter got hit with a big pumpkin bomb. Yeah. And, um, you know, so basically he's saying, just do it. I can't stop. You just do it. Yeah. Uh, and so Norman is, you know, goading him on. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your chance. This is your chance, boy. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. This is the moment I've been waiting for. (laughs) You know, and then then, it's a game of goblin spider chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And as Harry gets closer and closer and closer and closer, and then he can't do it. And then out the ghost of Norman Osborn. Oh, it fades. Yeah. He can't do it. And then Harry realizes that he just can't kill him, but Mm -hmm. he's not going to be Peter's friend. Peter reaches out and Harry rejects it. Yeah. Uh, He refuses Peter's help. Says, I'm going to go away for a while. And if you dare try to take me in, I am going to tell the world who you are. And the green goblin will be back. Yeah. Harry Peter stands there and lets him get away, which Peter kind of agonizes about. Yeah. For a while. Why did he do it? Uh, it's, and, you know, and, and, you know, it's a legitimate question, but, you know, it's like you reach a point. I, it's kind of like when Norman and Peter were sitting laughing and have, you know, about Mr. Coffee and, mm there comes a point in time where neither one of you have anything left. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I mean, Peter could have gone after him theoretically, but Peter doesn't have anything left. Peter's physically yeah. traumatized. Probably he is emotionally sapped. Um, yeah. He just doesn't have, he doesn't have anything left. And I don't think Harry, it's so yeah, it, it's, 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 I think it's, I think it's actually kind of logical uh, and, and perfectly normal that, that Peter would yeah. just, it's like, you've been through this big, I mean, just think of the emotion they've gone through, you know, just the adrenaline mm-hmm. build up or whatever. And then this thing where Harry tries to kill Peter and he can't, and you, I can just see the emotions crashing, you know? Yeah. So it's like a Peter probably just, he's just like about 30 seconds away from just dropping like that. Yeah. So anyway, last few, last few pages, D- vermin dad vermin is watching home movies of him and the boy and i guess is experiencing regrets yeah all right then next harry we, sneaks we in harry pats normie on normie. the head and he goes off lost and scared yeah we find out that Spider-Man, because Spider-Man has been kind of narrating up to this point, and we find out that he's talking to his parents' graves. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, but now, mother and father, I can let myself remember. Now I can love you. Now I can grieve. Mm. And then he swings off into the sunrise. And then he swings off into the sunrise. sunrise and yeah. I, I very... Very, very cold. This essentially is the end of it. We'll we'll go into the we'll go into the yeah. uh, the epilogue. But here here's and here's another thing. I had a problem with it. Six issues, and you go, that's it. That's that, that was my feeling when I read it. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, the graves are empty. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's like, wait a minute. You know, and Harry flies away. It's, no, wait a minute. I, I want some kind of resolution. You know, I want Harry to go back to the nut house or something. And and I, I, like I told you, I I read this, uh, this past week because I, I remember the fans have been asking you with this for years to get this story going. And I read it in 91 and I 
don't remember any of the vermin stuff. I do remember the Harry getting taunted by Norman stuff. When I was reading it again, I'm like, Oh, I remember this. I remember this. The vermin stuff is very forgettable. I, 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 it's just like the Craven stuff with, uh, vermin. It was very forgettable. The, the B story in this is Harry and Peter's fight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, because you feel that the primary story is Demetrius has having to say something about child abuse and he, you know, yes, but he did, he did a good job with the Harry and Peter stuff. Didn't he? Yeah. 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 He you did think fine. so? I mean, but yeah, yeah. but again, bringing the, the, the parents into it. No, yeah. I, that, no, you don't like no. that. Yeah. No, I don't because it's not, it just doesn't feel, I don't make the connection. Maybe it's me. He, he's trying, he's trying to connect the three guys all have parent issues. Yeah. And, but see, and, but because but Peter making, wasn't abused, yeah. yeah, Peter wasn't abused by his parents because his parents, and he wasn't abused by Uncle Ben and Aunt May. He was loved by Uncle Ben and Aunt May, you know, so we got to come up with this fake trauma. And yeah, to me, that's yeah, what it is. See. It's fake yeah. trauma. It's not legitimate yeah. trauma. I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, I can, you know, yeah. It's not even comparable to the guilty feels over Ben's death or Captain Stacy's death or Gwen's mm-hmm. death. I mean, those are real. I mean, literally traumatic issues where people, you know, died by the consequences of his actions or indirectly or whatever. He would wasn't it, direct. He wasn't respond. You know, I mean, the would it have are- been a better connection for you if he would have been mourning Uncle Ben more throughout the story as opposed to mom and dad? I but mean, see, that's the, the traumatic. Yeah, but that that ground has been plowed. You know, I, I mean, know. I, I can't yeah. see. You know, I mean, the thing with the, the the death of the Stacys and stuff, it's 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 been reinforced over and over and over again. And maybe that's why Demetrius. Maybe he that's went, why he, he went, went to the, the parent, parent route. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why he went the parent route because the the deaths of everybody else have been plowed over. I don't know, but it, it to me it doesn't fit. Okay. Jo- Josh uh, says, uh, it has, the story has flaws, but I like Demetrius. He said he did a good job delving into Harry's psychology. That's probably <laughs> your biggest pro, isn't it? With the Norman taunting him. I don't, I, I, you got I, Emily I, Osborne I, out of this. I know, I know, but it's just the, it's almost too much. I mean, it's just almost, there, there should have been a little bit less maybe. I mean, I think is, I think he's right. I mean, you know, I think Josh here, you're right. We're delving into Harry psychology. We're getting to the core of what Harry's problem is and why Harry is, you know, basically, basically, and here, here's another aspect that I feel to it is that Harry in a way is, is a victim, not only of his father, but mm-hmm. of his best friend. Okay. Because Peter has never been honest with Harry. Here are two of the most yeah. important people in, in Harry's life. Both were lying to him. Both were bold face lying to him. Both were hiding who they yeah. truly were from him. Okay. And both at times made him feel insignificant and weak and worthless. Norman by being a shit father and Peter, frankly, for never having time for Harry. Peter was a lousy best friend. Whenever Harry wanted to, you know, and I can just imagine whenever Harry wanted to hang out, you know, or, or talk girls or look at porn or whatever, you know, Peter was off playing Spider-Man. He wasn't doing best buddy things. You know, he wasn't doing, you know, like, you know, I had a, I had, you know, uh, I mean, the, the, the guy I can still consider my best friend I met in college, you know, I mean, we drank, we ate pizza, we went to the movies, you know, I mean, you know, with girls too, you know, you know, but it's like, you know, that's the thing you do with a best friend. Peter didn't do that with Harry. Harry needed that. Harry needed that balance from his side. His dad had this psycho worldview. He desperately needed Peter to bring balance into it. Peter didn't have time for Harry. 
And then when Harry is finally starting to reconcile some things and he says, well, maybe I should, you know, in order to like maybe redeem my dad's name or make up for what he's done, maybe I should turn the Green Goblin into a force for good. Peter kicks the shit out of him and basically says, you can't do it. You're not good enough. Or at least that's the message Harry takes. So. Yeah, it is. It is. It is good. But sometimes the dialogue just gets overwrought. You know, Mary I get the says, point. Uh, I understand the pr- problem. Don't you think the resolution is the big spectacular 200 issue? But that is the big resolution. But I just spent six months going through this story and I expected more. Yeah, it's not. Cool. I'm not sitting here thinking like we all are with Nick Spencer thinking, well, we know we're going to get the end in issue number 75 or 74 or whatever. We have no idea what's coming in issue number 200. Yeah. Okay. We have no idea what's coming in issue number 189. Or in 190 or whatever. We have no idea. All I know is this story ended with a thud. All right. Yeah. And, and Josh wants to know what you thought of 189 and 200. Well, uh, Josh, we've talked about those <laughs> on earlier Spider History podcasts. What are where the numbers? Is, where go, is my chart? Look for podcast numbers. Jared, oh, I know. Jared knows I know. them better than I do. Here, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. What, Boys what, is, what, what spider history do we review those oh, right. You could hear these on the archives. Right. Boys and girls. If you want to hear about, now don't make a liar out of me because I just, see boys and girls, this is, I keep track of every spider history. Let me see this. Let me see that. Hold that thing up. Look at that flow chart of how many spider histories we've done. (laughs) And oh my gosh, front and back. Yeah, Lord. And the the black is the months where we didn't have them. And it was kind of surprises me because in, uh, in the uh, year, uh, yeah, uh, 2017, we had a lot of, we didn't have, a, you know, whatever, a couple of years, we didn't do very many at all. Really? Um, yeah, I'm not sure why. I guess we all had, you know, well, hell, we have lives, right? Yeah. You know, we, despite what our critics think, we do have lives, <laughs> we do have families, and we do have other yeah. interests. Uh, come on, come on, don't make me a liar. I know we did it. I, I uh, a moment, I remember editing the cover art for 200. I remember... We've done that. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Amazing. Sp- yeah. Spectacular Spider-Man number 200. Uh, we did this on podcast number 68. Oh, wow. That's in- an old one. <laughs> yeah. A really old one. In May 2009. Boys and girls, wow. go back to. But but that was. See, but see, Spider History actually just started with issue number 59. Uh, issue number 59. Podcast number 50. So really, Spider History was then. It was not Spider History now. So we actually maybe do for uh in may of next year maybe we're due to revisit uh spectacular 200 uh in a in in the in the larger more glorious spider history you know because mm. uh i haven't uh you know i'm, I'm a little more open earlier than uh, i was to because i didn't want to re- I mean, the reason i do this because i don't want to repeat things i don't want to repeat things uh but spider history definitely was de- different because it was just part a very small part of the s- crawl space segment so anyway so we did that in uh podcast number 68 and let's see if we real quick gary says that i think jr should reduce spider histories the old ones are hard to find so let me tell you a little something gary uh the podcasts are housed over on podbean so um if you type in uh so spider-man crawlspace.podbean.com so let me see if I can do podcast number 68, if that will pull it up from the apparently, search. Yeah. Oh, apparently well, I did not do, we have not done. Well, you can uh, also do it by what, what, uh, 2009. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We looked at uh, in, one month? Uh, two th- uh, May, 2009. So we're going to click on May, 2009. There it is right 
Yeah. Also does several. Yeah. Also, Jared, uh, imp- impressions. Does several impressions is worth it. Even Mrs. Oh, Crawlspace answers a question. But you see, Spider History was part of that. And you can see that Spider oh, History was just, yeah, it was so, just a segment. Okay. So back in those days, it was just another yeah. segment. It was I like, see. basically, and, I, and I've told this before, because we talk about the hist- Spider yeah. History. And because people say, well, why did you do things like this or that or whatever? And I would explain that like when Brad would choose a lot of the months. And yeah. I would do it because it's like, well, I haven't read a lot of these issues in a long time. So they're new to me as well. Uh, but it was just a segment. Uh, and uh, basically Brad would say, Hey, you guys remember anything about these issues? And we all sit and we all kind of drew, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we'd move on. And then slowly it kind of became my ego. I kind of, my ego kind of took over and I just started talking louder and longer and it became its own segment. Um, I think what they're wanting is what we do now, which is we show the visuals on YouTube. Uh, Mm -hmm. there's also, uh, those are just straight up audio ones. Uh, Brent says, is that audio even clickable? Yes. When I moved all the episodes over to Podbean, every episode from one to the upcoming 700 will be, uh, clickable. So yes, spec 189 is my all time favorite issue. Would love to see. So did you say we not, we didn't do one. I don't think think we've done one eighty nine. So what, what I, I tell you what, boys and girls, yeah. Because you have demanded it <laughs> because you have demanded it in the months to come. Uh, we will do 189 and the probably 190. It may be 192. The, so I, I'm not sure. Are those we, the, the, the hologram covers? 190. Yes. Yeah. I think we're yeah. getting into the hologram covers. So yeah. I tell you what, we will do that story when the month comes up mm-hmm. and next May. We will do spectacular Spider-Man 200 again. Okay. Well, there you go. We will do that boys and girls. Do you want to make, you, the, you want to make those the next two episodes? No, no. Let's do them in the months. The, the, the whole idea, the whole idea of yeah. spider history is we do do them around the months that they came out. Oh, so you uh, want to do next. Yeah. May, so like do this. Okay. we'll do them, we'll do them in the months. They, they come out in, they came out in because that's yeah. kind of like history. We're going back and we're going back to this month in spider yeah. history, essentially. Yeah. So, and like, for example, these, uh, you know, like obviously this spectacular 184 is in January, but, uh, spectacular yeah. number, uh, yeah. Spectacular number 179 was August and 180 was September. Right. So that's why we're doing this story during that time period. And that's why like previously when we did, ma- ma- when we did the maximum carnage issues, maximum carnage started with the May issue. So then yeah. we did the three parts of maximum carnage because it started in may and went on through that month yeah. in june and july hey, so gang we got one more issue let's get through this then we're going to a- answer your questions and start thinking about what else you want jr to cover um oh i guess i better start writing this stuff down <laughs> huh get you a post-it well we're going to yeah. listen to the uh what the fans want you to cover yeah. uh mary because, goes because yes yeah because nice. originally early on one thing I deliberately tried to do was avoid hitting all the, the, the top storylines because everybody did it. You know, everybody talked about the major storylines, yeah. but nobody would go into like some of the really dumb issues and have fun with those. Like one of our all time favorites was the, uh, the stalker from the stars oh, <laughs> in web yeah. or whatever, web, you know, web I mean, 24, we, no, I think no, nobody would ever go and look at those because no, it's not one of these awful. stories, but, and, and so, then banjo, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, like Brad said, let's do number okay, one. Okay, let's get this, and then we're going to take questions at the yeah. end. Think yeah. of and, what well, you then want I've got to a cover monolo- I've got a long monologue. I've got a monologue at the end, too, and then we'll take okay. questions. Uh, but anyway, Spectacular Spider-Man. Really, the this is aftermath. Yeah. Yep. 
uh, Spider-Man is swinging through the city looking for, looking, you know, well, actually he's swinging through the city. We, he's not looking for hair. We find out, but uh, he sees somebody, he feels somebody coming behind him. He grabs him and it's the Molten Man. Well, what had happened was, man. was Spidey had contacted the Molten Man because the Molten Man, Mark Raxton, Raxton is, Raxton, of course, is Harry's brother-in-law. Because Raxton was Liz's, Liz's stepbrother, brother or stepbrother. That's right. Well, yeah, stepbrother, brother, whatever. I don't know. It's like my, my, my wife and I used to have this argument: is a stepbrother, stepbrother, whatever. But um, uh, so anyway, basically, he considers Harry his brother-in-law. Okay, he considers Liz's sister. He considers Harry his brother. Yeah. Harry gave him a job. Harry gave him a second chance when the Multiman was a felon. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the Multiman is. I mean, he's really he. You know, Spiderman tells him that Harry's gone off the deep end, become the Goblin again. Uh, and uh, Raxton is not happy about it. Raxton kind of, you yeah. know, freaks out a little bit about it. He just doesn't think it's hair fair that Harry has to deal with all these demons. And, uh, you know, Peter says, well, somebody has got to tell Liz, you know, and it, it's Mark, it, I, I, it's gotta be you. Yeah. So, you know, Spider-Man says, you know, he hadn't slept for days cause he's been looking for Harry. So, so Harry's flying around, you know, uh, in the, in his goblin outfit. Um, because, and, uh, you know, he goes and he visits uh, little Normie, uh, and tells him that he's got to go away for a while. He's got to figure some things out. Uh, let's see if he calls him beautiful boy. <laughs> it's daddy. I don't, I don't think he daddy does. He just, yeah, me. yeah. So, uh, but basically he just says he's got to go away and figure some things out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, as he goes out, Liz comes in and, uh, sees Harry and, uh, this causes Harry to freak out. Let me so get Harry the hell leaves. out of here. Yeah. Harry leaves and starts throwing pumpkin bombs around because basically, being Harry makes him feel weak and worthless, but being the goblin makes him feel strong, which yeah. is, is something I can, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Why that's makes sense. Why Harry would be drawn to this, you know, oh. even, even though his father, you know, it, it's kind of a symbol of the, the man his the evil. That was his father, but it's also, I mean, really in, in the goblin, the power of the goblins kind of what intoxicated Norman as well, even though mm-hmm. Norman still had powers when he wasn't the goblin. I mean, after the form, but, but just being the goblin allowed him to uh, not play by the same rules that coat and tie Norman Osborne had to, you know, right. coat and tie. And Norman I asked Osborne. you a couple, maybe an hour ago, if uh, vermin transforms like the Hulk and yes, he does look, he looks yeah. like a man here. Yeah. And then well, he, let's and see, then that's all. Out. And that's all part of the, um, but anyway, so Harry throws pumpkin bombs around because being the goblin makes him feel powerful. So we go back to Ravencroft and this is what we were talking about earlier when the transfer that now, according to D Mateus, now the transformation is as much psychological Mm -hmm. as it is physical. So here Edward has vermin has reverted to Edward because Dr. Kafka is being able to reach him. But as you can tell too, vermin is still reasserting himself, but, but supposedly vermin is getting weaker. Dr. Kafka tells Spider-Man that vermin, in fact, the reason vermin is getting, I don't want to say, I just say he's getting weaker, but the reason vermin is fighting so hard now is that vermin knows, uh, that he is losing, uh, and that, um, you know, that, that, you know, Edward will eventually kind of reass- reassert himself. But anyway, Harry said, I was about to say before you know, Harry's left by saying he'll come back for his family and he'll come back for Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. Then we go to Edward and Ravencroft. But they, see, the thing is Spider-Man stopped by not because he cares about vermin or anything, but he's worried Dr. Kafka saw his face because if mm. you remember in a previous issue, you know, he crawled in and he yeah. didn't have his mask on. 
You know, he had a, uh, because uh, you know Harry had taken his mask off, and I guess it was conveniently tucked in his spider belt. So Spider-Man's worried that Doctor Kafka saw his face, and she says, "Well, no, I really didn't." You know, and then she kind of says, "Well, yeah, I did see a little part of it." Yeah, you got a good-looking uh, face, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you would, she wouldn't know who he was. But, you know, yeah. it's anyway. I like but what Donnie Donnie just wrote. Imagine if Vermin could transform into an interesting character. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's true. So, so we go back to Peter and, and Mary Jane and, uh, well, hang on. I make yeah. sure I'm not getting ahead of no, myself. You, no, they're not. We, there go, we go to Liz. Yeah. Well, first we go to Liz and, and the molten man. Yeah. Uh, again, this, again, these are, like I said, these few pages now, you know, Hey, if you love Sal, you're getting plenty of Sal artwork. You are. All right. Ooh, there's Mary uh, Jane. Th- then Peter goes back to Mary Jane. And Peter is kind of foaming at, you know, foaming at the mouth. You know, why did I let Harry go? Why did I let Harry go? You know, what up, blah, blah. Up. and then Mary Jane just said, I don't want to hear any of this anymore. Up. Shut up. Let's let's like, you know, okay. Up. All right. Let's let, let's, yeah, let's, let's have Sal do the, the art and Mary Jane do the talking or yep. lack of it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> boom, so, boom, boom. Uh, Mary Jane's heard enough. So. Anyway, yeah. but after that, after they, uh, you know, after, uh, you know, they do what married people allegedly Peter, do. No, just kidding. Well, no, when you get married and have your kids, you stop doing it. But anyway, that's, that's, that's something else entirely. Uh, that's another thing. But anyway, uh, you know, after, after Peter, you know, showed Mary Jane, his green goblin, um, but, uh, you oh, know, he, uh, he gets up, turn dresses up as Spider-Man. You know, of course, look, Mary, look Jane, at Mary Jane, she's half a, she knows she's leaving. She knows he's leaving. He, yeah. he knows he's got to go look for Harry. Uh, mm. speed Spider-Man f- swings around the city. He sees a green glove. Ha ha. He's got him, but no, oh, it's, it's frog man. Frog man. And that boys and girls is the, is the end of the child within. So here's there's, kinda, there he is right here. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ends with Frogman. So we we leave a very we, we switch gears dramatically to a humor comic next issue. Yeah, which so, is logical. I mean, to be yeah, honest, I mean yeah. this has been a uh, you know this this, this man a, this frog. Yeah. All right. Now uh, there's a lot to unpack here. Okay. okay. I mean, uh, you know, no doubt. You know, this is a this is a very like I said, this is a very important story in Spider-Man mythologies. Very important yeah. story. Um, with Harry, because at this point, Harry has passed the point of no return. Uh, he comes back six months later, like I said, with the weird dinner party from hell, uh, and then gets committed to Ravencroft, where at the time he obviously devi- with the chameleon devises the robot parent scheme. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he, he's released in 200 and comes back and, uh, obviously dies in that issue. Um, uh, and uh, the thing is, though, I guess we're uh, I guess we'll find out if he really did die or not coming up here by yeah. September. No so doubt. we may. Uh, so by the time we talk about issue one eighty nine, by the time we revisit Spectacular two hundred, he may really be. We I don't know. It may have yeah. an entirely new. We may be able to put an entirely. That's that's another reason why I thought it'd be a good idea to revisit Spectacular two hundred in May because by then. Well, we'll have an idea of, of exactly, you know, uh, maybe there'll be a new spin on the story. Eric um, wants to know if there's ever going to be a Marvel Legends vermin. And I, I don't remember if there had been an action figure, I so know. I searched for it, and there has been. Look at this. There is a Marvel ah. History of the Dark. Oh, it was a previews done. exclusive vermin action figure. Uh, you can go on eBay and pick that up if you really love Look, he comes with a fire hydrant. 
Why to pee on it? What? What does Vermin do? What does he do? What, Lift up what, his leg and pee on the fire what, hydrant? What are those things on the left? What are those right here? What are those? Yeah, they look like fireplace pokers. They fi- you know, he goes like, with fireplace gonna, pokers in a fire hydrant. Yeah, it's like what is he going to pee on the fire hydrant yeah. and then go in and stoke up a fire or something? <laughs> you know, maybe he's going to read another story to that to oh, his, little bo- his little his little boy he created in his mind. But I don't know. You know, here's the thing. You know, and again, I don't want to. I don't want to mitigate, you know, it's like, I don't want to mitigate the seriousness of child abuse, child molestation. That right. was never my intent. I just, I don't like it being, I don't know. I, it's like, and this is where I get, but again, you got to remember the mid to late eighties early. I mean, that was 90s, a cause celeb. Yeah. Everybody had to yeah. say something about it. All the celebrities had to say, everybody It's like, they, everybody had, I have something to say about this issue, you know, and you kind of felt, like it was in a way like the last four years that everybody had to say something about our president, you know, mm-hmm. love him, loathing, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like, I have to make this stand. I have to say something. Well, no, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. We don't care what you think. You know, it's like, we know this issue is going on. What do you think you can bring to the table? So, you know, not mitigating the issue, but you know, again, it's like, Oh God, here's again, here is another story that somebody thinks they have, you know, they have to say something, mm-hmm. you know, and I just can't stand that. Okay. Um, yeah. And again, like I said, I always felt that Vermin, fra- again, like with Craven's Last Hunt, it fractured the narrative. You know, the story is about Harry and Peter. That's the story we're interested in. Vermin takes up at least half of it. You know, uh, yeah. another thing, too, which I like, like I said before, Dr. Kafka is only concerned about Vermin. The whole story. Mm-hmm. She's ne- she never expresses any concern or feeling about any of the people, you know. Yeah. I mean, she knew these people probably. She worked with some of them, knew that they had families, kids. You know, it's like yeah. maybe hell, you know, like maybe there could have been a panel or two, you know, when, 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 you know, there, there could have been a panel where Spider Man is like getting on Dr. Kafka, you know, for psycho babble. And Dr. Kafka screams back at him and said, I knew these people. I cared about these people. I'm the godfather, right. godmother to a couple of their kids. Don't you think I don't care about these people? That would have yeah. been it. That would have been fine. But we didn't get that, you know. So all she, and here's another, here's another thing. So we're all, concerned about vermin's psyche and his childhood we're all concerned about harry osborne's psyche and his poor childhood there's somebody else's childhood that we don't get into there's somebody else's childhood mary, you know, mary jane no no Who? another another person who's the bad guy but we don't give him any sympathy we don't give him any worry we don't give it wonder where his nurturing was norman osborne oh norman okay norman is just the bad guy during the whole plot so it's funny i mean again but it didn't belong here okay that's that's the difference and we've had stories later that dealt with norman's psyche in fact demateus even himself i believe in a spectacular spider-man annual 14 actually goes into norman's psyche a little bit where we find out that norman himself had a traumatic childhood uh but i mean it's just kind of funny that uh you know, we spend all this time about the, you know, it's like, well, wait a minute. What about Norman Osborne? Yeah. Why don't we care about him? Why don't we worry about his hurt feelings? Yeah. So I, I, just, I mean, again, there was no play. I just felt yeah. it was ironic because we spilled so much ink on the other two. And like, here's yeah. another person who basically his trauma is what's kicked off a lot of this, you know, but we don't care about him. So, you know, like I said, this stuff gets messy, you know, when you're trying to do, and it's almost like with, 
again, I guess because Demetrius likes to get so deep and dark, I, I think sometimes you, you wind up, you just, it gets to be a very messy story because mm-hmm. you really do start getting into the complexity of human emotions uh, and people not being either good or bad. But the thing is he comes across so strong in one way, you know, it's kind of like, uh, but I, you know, you're not, it's not balanced. It's certainly, I don't feel it's a balanced portrait of, the, uh, of the, psychological. Issues. The chat is still talking about the vermin action figure. I, uh, I showed, uh, I've got a better picture of him with the fire hydrant. <laughs> um, oh, I, I see that in, he's probably the whole idea is he's probably supposed to come out of the sewers and yeah, come out of the street. A, man, and usually of course on the area. sidewalk, there's a fire hydrant, Brent, but yeah, Brent, it looks like he's there to pee on it. Brent says vermin should come with a rat and the little f- boy he imagined instead of the accessories uh eric says i need that fire hydrant there you go uh we've got our first super chat of the night from uh josh uh wants to know our favorite spider-man stories by d mateus well the obvious ones that come to my mind craven's last hunt uh i like the lost years he did with uh ben riley i thought that was good uh amazing 400 come to mind uh, spec 200 come to mind. What about you, Jerry? Well, I, um, I feel that, um, D Mateus's run on spectacular Spider-Man after the clone saga was very strong, mm-hmm. uh, when they brought Norman back and, and again, you know, talk about going into psychological issues, D Mateus yeah. pursued more psychological issues. He had like, you know, Norman captured Spider-Man and had him, you know, hooked up or whatever and was, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. uh, you know, D no D Mateus at the, you know, during that run, he was weaving a whole lot of, Unfortunately, that's the thing. He didn't know where he was going with some of them. And I think maybe that's what happens with some of his stories is, okay, I've got this great idea. And then as you start to plot it out, the stories, you know, it just kind of gets lost. But he he had a whole lot of subplots going on. They were very interesting subplots. He had Jack-O-Lantern back. But who was this Mm Jack-O-Lantern? He had another villain he had created called Conundrum. Who was who was this? They both considered the late Mysterio at that time to be a mentor to them. You know, who, what was the connection of Jack O'Lantern to uh, Mrs. Jameson at that time? You know, mm-hmm. because it appeared, it appeared there was, uh, you know, there it appeared there might've been some connection there because whatever went on between Jack O'Lantern and Jonah was very, very personal because Jack O'Lantern basically was working for Norman at the time to blackmail Jonah into selling Norman half of the bugle. Uh, you know, and, and, and basically when Norman tried to pay him, Jack O'Lantern burned all the money and said, I didn't do this for money. I said, this was personal. So a lot of stories were being weaved. Anna Watson was kind of acting a little weird because of a, you know, I mean, it was her, Peter's relationship with Mary Jane was kind of reminding mm-hmm. her of, uh, her relationship with somebody, uh, because Peter always, we, we, it, it, this is what was funny, a truly honest moment. Anna, Peter came in late again one night and Anna was uh, chewing him out and Mary Jane had had enough and said he'd leave, he, he leaves because he's Spider-Man, which would have been an honest thing. Yeah. But of course, not about Bob. But anyway, uh, no, I, I, I like D. Mateus's run. I, I, it's, and that's one reason I hated the reboot because it mm-hmm. just three of the four writers had some very interesting stories going on, very interesting yeah. subplots going on and it all was thrown into the shitter. Yeah. Um, you like Lost Years? No, you don't. Is no, it because, because it's, it's Ben Riley. Who gives a shit Riley. about Ben Riley? Well, who gives I, a shit? You know. Well, and plus, Kane looked like a Klingon. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the art was terrible. Well, I mean, no, the art was terrible. No, no, it was not. That was it John Romita. He did have a lot of hair, but yeah, I'll give you that. He looked like a Klingon. Uh, you know? uh, 
RJ, RJK153. Hi, JR. First fan, Bob K here. Oh, hey, Glad to I see you still active. I called you the first. Fa- That's right. I called him the first fan because he was the first one wow. to send me an email on my uh, my Spidey Kicks Butt website. Oh, wow. That's he was back. the first one. Wow. And so that's, and I called him first fan. Um, yeah. So yes, glad to see, glad to see you come back. Man, You've welcome. probably aged a heck of a lot better than I have, as you can see. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I gave up writing, but uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, time was an issue, but also yeah. kind of because the crawl space kind of supplanted some of that, you know, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, the, the impetus to write kind of was, you know, I, I, I had that outlet, Brad essentially poor delusional fool that he was when he invited me on <laughs> podcast number three, yeah. uh, kind of gave me that outlet. And, uh, plus, like I said, the writing took a lot of time. And when I stopped writing, I realized some of the things I should have been doing, you know, with my job and my family or whatever I wasn't doing because I was writing. So I'm trying, I was trying to correct that work a lot, that balance, but, uh, thank R- you. RJ, good to JK, see you. He's impressed your, your, your brain remembers them. So there you I go. No, I remember. No, I mean, I remember, uh, yeah. a lot of people who wrote me, uh, you know, I remember, and well, I don't want to yeah. throw out names cause I don't want anybody to feel, uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, during George, during the old hero realm days, I mean, George, uh, yeah. you know, I owe a lot to Mr. Berryman for bringing me on with hero realm. Cause I think that's when you discovered me, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe you knew me before. No, I, I discovered you from Spidey kicks, but okay, okay. I, I first saw but, you, but, yeah. but George gave me, you know, with his hero realm, him and Alex Hamby, they, you know, they let yeah. me write a call monthly col- a column. And yeah. so, yeah. So yeah, I remember, I now yeah. remember some of the people who were there too. So we have someone from Brazil watching ah. over on Twitch. There you go. Hello. He wants us to stop talking about goblins and talk about Miles Morales. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Don't think so. <laughs> well, don't well, think. And here I was. Who? Wait a minute. Is, isn't uh, Humberto from Brazil? I think so. Yeah, I okay, could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So I asked the folks what they would like to see Jr. cover for future Spider histories. I will pop some of these up. Gary and the Frozen wants a death in the family and the death of Gwen Stacy. And the end of the Green Goblin, like CJR cover, if it hasn't already been done too recently. Well, here's the thing, boys and girls, and that's another reason why I um, and here I was writing. So hang on a second, and that's another reason why a lot of times I let Brad come up with a story with the ideas because you know me, I'm a Goblin fan. Yeah. Okay. I would talk about Goblin stories all the time, yeah. and I uh, that would Death of Gwen Stacy. I deliberately avoided because one, it's a story everybody has talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and, and I'm not too sure what n- new I could bring to it. To be honest, yeah. you know, and it's kind of like with Craven's Last Hunt and The Child Within. I knew, like for example, and even Secret Wars. I know that I'm the minority. I don't like those stories. Okay, so. I can bring up things that maybe other people don't bring up because everybody's smitten with these stories. I'm not so sure what I could bring to some of these. Not that I'll never do them, of course, obviously, because we've been doing this for what now? 12 years, Brad? (laughs) No, we've been doing the podcast 15. Yeah, but I mean, since yeah. Spider History, I think started oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Uh, 2009, January 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Death in the Family would be a, a great story. I wrote about, see, that's also a story I wrote about. I wrote about, mm-hmm. and, my old, and my old Spidey Kicks Bud articles are still up on the crawl space. Yeah. Uh, I believe, unless Brad is shit canned him. I no no can of shit has been happening. <laughs> okay, so you know if you want to read, I, I wrote about Death in the Family yeah. uh, 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 to a great extent. Um so yeah, I understand it, but probably if I do Harry yeah. Goblin stories, 
you know, two of them over the next eight months, probably not have any other goblin stuff in between. My, my, as I requested, my recommendation is I would like an all episode Spidey super stories, like maybe three or four issues of you. That's my request. Because uh, those are absolutely hysterical, and you really bring the funny. Uh, Peter Palmer. Uh, speaking of Spidey super stories, yes. Brad, you saw Loki Part 5, didn't you? Uh, yes. We, we talked about that on the Spider News segment. The, that you were not on. Uh, <laughs> with, the with, Thanos uh, copter. The, I, I talked about how Spidey super stories is has been referenced twice this year in, in media. So there was the Thanos copter from Spidey Super Stories and also Marvel Legends. They're making a Webman. So a Webman action figure from a Spidey Super Stories. So, you know, I'm loving that. Maybe have we done the Thanos copter Spidey Super Story? Uh, you've brought it up once, but we never did it uh, Wait, for various Okay, that reasons. issue and do Webman. It's timely this year. Those are the Webman and the Thanos when, copter. When was and Webman? One more. Webman was, was Webman? like an issue... 30 ish something I can find yeah. it for you. So, and we'll maybe we'll pick one more that's timely for this year or something like well, that. Because to me, I, I, I really didn't enjoy Loki that much, frankly, I, I haven't really enjoyed any of these Disney plus series. Really? I really, I loathe Falcon and the winter soldier. Uh, and Loki really didn't do anything for me, but I remember I watched the first four issues with my wife and son or whatever, you know, Chris Spencer's a big kind. You see the last Loki. I did see the last Loki. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the, with Kang, the conqueror who wasn't called Kang the conqueror, but, um, but anyway, so I'm sitting on the couch. I'm actually doing some work because I got, I was trying to catch up on some work and all of a sudden Spencer says Thanos copter. And of course, I know what the hell is it? You know what? I ignored it. And and then I found, then it's like, holy cow, they really (laughs) didn't see the Thanos. You know, by going through all the Spider-Man forums, people were trying to look at all the minutia on that planet of just junk. Yeah. And one person said uh, there was like a subway train and they were like, oh, that's when Tobey Maguire was holding it from crashing. There it is right there next to the Thanos copter. I'm like, no, that's just a subway. Anyway, Peter Palmer's request is spec 189. We've talked about that. He wants that on we Spider will, history. We will do 189. Uh, and I think it's 192, is it or not? But we'll we'll do we will. We will. I will give you that one and I will give you 200 in May. Uh, but like I said, probably not any May. other Goblin stories. May uh, of 2022. Uh, Peter Palmer. That is if I don't retire like George did. I don't mean, retire. You know, maybe it's time for me to retire spider history. No. Maybe it's, I mean, I'm 58 years old. Maybe it's time for me to go. You know, You're I fine. mean, it's like I'm, I'm no longer the demographic. I'm no longer a part of the young audience that you seek, Brad. J- your, your numbers are increasing, so hush. I, I just I just looked up 27 people are watching us right now. Uh, Peter Palmer, Identity Crisis, where Peter takes on four. That one's been mentioned a lot. We've never done that one, have we? Brad has mentioned that before, and that's kind of yeah. in the back of my mind. I got to find out the months that it was done. That People love that one. That That's not a, that's not a, I, it's not one of my favorites, but it's not it, a bad one. It, it's it is not either. Mary Jane makes some of the costumes, if not all four. I yes. I don't know. The what? Can you name them? There's silk. Uh, no, it was. Uh, it was. No, it's uh, not it was, silk. It's. It uh, was prodigy. Prodigy. Um, American Online. <laughs> uh, God, hold God, on. That, Pro- man, prodigy. That is, uh, the uh, Hornet was the Hornet. The one Hornet. Yeah. Um, you got two out of four. What's dusk, the other one? Dusk. dusk, not silk. Yeah. Dusk oh. and. 
Oh, it was the black and white ricochet. 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 There, there it is. We got him. There we go. There they are. All right. Well, okay. Identity crisis is on the list. I'll have to okay. figure out what I'll have to go back and see what months it was. Uh, let's see. What else are the requests? But you know, for? the thing is, though, I don't know. Maybe I, it depends. If if we see who we're supposed to see, people are saying we're seeing Spider-Man Far From Home. You know, if that turns out to be a good movie, oh, who knows what yeah. that could unleash, to be honest. Norman, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Death in the Family. Oh, we've already done that one. Uh, yeah, go go look in the Spidey Kickspot archives for Death in part, the Family. That's pretty well everything I have. See, I, I've already said a lot about Death in the Family. That's why mm-hmm. I'd be reluctant to revisit because I, I I've said a lot about that already. Peter Palmer, Identity Crisis again. Uh, he wants us to talk about Miles Morales. <laughs> uh, well, I'll go. talk about Miles Morales. I don't like Miles Morales, but uh, Spencer has the Miles Morales game and yeah. he plays it. You know, I mean, it's funny because actually this, this is an, uh, maybe I need to drag Spencer down here or whatever. Spencer is in the demographic, you know, Miles, and whenever yeah. I rant and rave like an old man, you know, Sp- it's funny. Spencer does prefer the old stuff, but he likes the new stuff too. Yeah. So I, he and I kind of spar back and forth, you know, because, you know, he just, you know, pretty well. I'm to him. I, I'm just pretty well a grumpy old man who won't change. Hornacek is requesting those annuals, I think, from 95. The, symbi- the planet, planet of, of the symbiote symbiote. Have we done? Have we done those? I don't think. No, we, have. we haven't. That's an okay. all time. That's, that's a pretty good one. That was. And you, I, know, I know you're not reading uh, Venom, but that was that was kind of retconned about why they're on a planet they're they're wrapping the planet up to keep null in is what yeah so yeah all righty here okay we we got these that are in the really strong 189 200 of spec identity crisis planet of the symbiotes and we'll invite george for that one we'll make sure in fact now that george is quitting spider fights or whatever maybe he'll be able to stay up long (laughs) enough to join us for planet of the history uh hornacek says um why don't we do the facade mystery that was never solved? That was pretty, that was still talked about. Yeah, it is. You know, to be yeah. honest though, there's, there's, there's good, bad and fun, bad. And then there's just bad, bad. And that's Terry Cavanaugh bad. Yeah. I, I you know, uh, again, folks, I mean, really folks, when I, when I pick these spider histories too, you want to like, have fun. Like I said, um, uh, and, and I don't know, maybe if I go back in facade there, but I have a feeling that because I, I, sometimes I go and I, I see if I can do anything with a story. You know, like, can I have fun with this story? Can we have, is there something we can talk about with this story? Uh, Does, is there like an old Easter egg or is it, does it, sometimes I think stories are so, oh, well, I'll give you stalker from the stars. One of the other, you could have fun with that. Yeah. We had a blast with that one. And that's just one of the most awful Spider-Man stories. I think you could with facade. I honestly, I don't know though. We'll see. Maybe I'll take another look at it, but sometimes bad is bad. And you just, Eric wants to say, uh, there's some good tangled web stories or is just main title. Not tangled web falls under it. It's all Spider-Man. So yeah, yeah, we've done origin of the bar with no name. I think that what came from captain America, Eric. Yeah, so, we, we did we did Tango Web with the uh, Tombstone in Jail story, uh, yeah. so we did that. Yeah. Um, there were you no, know, there were some good ones. There was, like, like I said, I think everybody's favorite of that run is either Kingpin, the Severance Package, uh, mm. which I think was number four, and then That's like uh, with Jonah behind the behind the mustache. Was Tangled was Web? It. No, it was Web Spinners. It had a nice black suit Spider-Man with Silver Sable drawn by yeah, that was, that was Friends and and the Falco. Yeah. But no, those uh, those. 
we've been we've been doing we've been focusing on storylines really for the last year or so. Yeah. But but we still do sometimes the month to month. Yeah. You yeah. know. But uh, so yeah, we could possibly still get to those. Gary says, D- Brad, do you own all the Spidey Super Stories issues? You know what? That's where my Spider collection is lacking. I do not own them. Uh, and they haven't been reprinted and I was, I've actually been, uh, wanting to, uh, build up that, but they're, they're getting expensive, especially that Thanos copter issue. That's a hundred dollar book. Yeah. And they are, um, when I was rebuilding my collection, like for example, yeah. like as, as I've told people, you know, I stopped and started reading Spider-Man off and on. And then when I started writing my columns, I said, well, crap, I better go back and fill in the gaps here. So, I mean, again, you know, and I come from an era, I I live in the Cleveland area now. And unfortunately the years have not been too kind to comic book shops, but we had, there are gobs of comic book shops and they had sales. And I used to be able to get like seven comics for a dollar, you know, and I just built up my old collection, but Spidey super story. I mean, like I bought the old Mar every Marvel team up. I could find Spidey super stories is hard to find. Yeah. And when you do find them, they were expensive. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's, it, it's, it was, I mean, I've got it, the first 24 and then I stopped after that. So, well, yeah, you, you were like many because it was a kitty book. It was a little kitty book. And if you bought it, you were too old, but I was the perfect age for Spidey super stories. I had a subscription to it. And I used to also, along with Spidey super stories, in addition to the amazing, I used to get, there was an electric company magazine, like a, a, a regular size magazine and the back of that electric company magazine was Spider-Man stories. And I used to pick up that magazine just for that. So, um, yeah, you know, this is, and this is the crazy thing. I don't know how much licensing cost. I don't know how much money Marvel makes per graphic novel or whatever, but to be honest, I, I, I have, I have a hard time believing those things didn't get reprint have, have never been reprinted. There's a, there is one trade paperback from the late, from the eighties that did super stories, but that was it. It's like, God forbid you pay somebody five. And I know it's more than $5 folks don't write, but, uh, come on. I mean, is it, is it really that much of a big deal to pay somebody for, well, they probably got to pay, uh, it's like Morgan Freeman, some royalties. He's in the book. (laughs) Hell, you can't recognize him though. You can't recognize any of them. Uh, but no, it's like, for example, we run into this was, I ran into this in star Trek, for example, like when, you know, Voyager, you know, wanted to use, uh, wanted to use, uh, instead of him, the character, Robert McNeil's character being Tom Paris, it was supposed to be Nick Letourneau again. It was a character from next generation yeah. who had done the things Tom Paris did, but they didn't want to pay a royalty to the writer of the uh, Nick Locarno story. Yeah. Uh, it's like, what, what is, what's the, po- what is yeah. this people? You know, it's like, are you so yeah. cheap? Josh Dang. says he wants Jared to cover the original tombstone arc. Another one of my favorites that he doesn't like for some wrong reason. <laughs> All right, Joshua. You know what? I'm going to let Hornacek out of the room. You're in it now. You're well, you in know, the that's, room that's now. That's tied You're... into modern stories, uh, the Tombstone Robbie stuff. How many issues is that arc? That seems like it's a dozen or so. It went on for a while. You know, it's it's the Tombstone. Uh, you know, it, it's yeah. I uh, the reason I didn't like the Tombstone arc is because I never understood his relationship with Robbie, and frankly, it seemed creepy. I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. It was like, in fact, I think Spencer has done a better job with it than Jerry Conway ever did. Right. You know, I didn't really like care much for Tombstone for that reason, but yeah. j- uh, but recently, it kind of makes sense. There's no none of this creepy Robbie. Yeah. I thought we were friends. Yeah, you know type stuff it's oh, like okay, they, we were friends we were enemies but you know yeah and you mentioned the you said the r word 
and that got the fans upset. Gary in the Frozen said, don't retire, JR. Mary <laughs> says, don't retire, JR. Jim says, I wanted to retire, but I will never retire from comics. <laughs> oh, I would love to retire for real, but I got five more years, I think. But Iris uh, says, uh, death of Gene DeWolf. I think we've done that one, haven't we? We might have. Yeah. I know. I, I again, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to look. I'd, I, I, I'd have I to think look. we have, but like I said, I've, I've avoided doing, you know, again, some of the really, really famous stories because no. they've been done. Slingers doesn't really right. have Peter in it. It's a, no. like a 10 issue series, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, but the one that the spinoff from identity crisis is on the table. Cause Spider-Man, uh, why isn't the hobgoblin good enough? Love that story. Mm, what Just, do you mean? Yeah. Good enough. I don't know. I think this hobgoblin's very well loved with Spider-Man. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing though. Here's another thing. Um, again, in the Spidey kicks, but archives, I wrote a, a yeah. very extensive thing about the hobgoblin. Um, that doesn't mean we'll never do it. Uh, but, but kind of like I've said before, I've deliberately tried to avoid the stories that are so famous because they've been hit over and over and over again by other people. You know, mm. and I don't want to yeah. just, I just don't want to, I don't want to tread the same ground that somebody else has tread over and over or that somebody else has done better. Or yeah. if I can't bring my own unique, yeah. you know, uh, uh, insanity to it, for example. Yeah. So Hornet six says, doesn't facade in with Spider-Man beating Ben Riley on the roof. I think it does. I believe it does. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Okay. You know, uh, so we have one more facade request. Brent is talking about facade right. and one more day. <laughs> We okay, were here one more day because this podcast is so old. We did it when it came out back in 08. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's, the th here's the thing. Here, That's one. I, I tell you, again, it's like, depending on how long we do this yeah. or before Brad fires me uh, or, or I fire myself or he's forced to fire him because some Twitter mob wants to cancel me. But fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I'm, I'm not, fortunately, I'm not famous enough. That's one of the things about being under the radar, you know, but, uh, uh, but actually me joining the crawl space is kind of like the, that's a boundary. I don't go past on spider history because we all talked about those issues. I've usually, yeah. I mean, you know, not, Brad, not, that's how it started out was review. We started reviewing civil war. We did. So, so really actually civil war is kind of the last modern thing I talked about. And my God, uh, man, that's so long ago. Yeah. I, so it, 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 I, me calling you up on the phone and patching up. Now we're broadcasting visuals. Yeah. And we got images. So yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Scary. I, I have a face for radio, but so, actually that's kind of the reason I haven't gone into the brand new day stuff on yeah. spider history is because, we covered that a lot of that during, during the podcast. Yeah. It wouldn't be new ground. For example, yeah. uh, we have a request. I've seen this request a lot. Cult of love. Mm. Betty joins a cult. That's a, that's a good one. King Hillbilly. I've mm. seen that one requested. Oh, cosmic Spider-Man adventures, Gary in the frozen. That's a good one where he takes on Magneto and punches the Hulk in the, in yeah, the you know, atmosphere. We've done, we've done bits and pieces of that when it's yeah. covered under the monthly thing. You know, I, but I actually did like that concept. I really did. Just like, yeah. let, what if Spider-Man could fly? What if Spider-Man were, I mean, d d yeah. just let's not take it too seriously and just have a lot of have. And, and it, and they did it within the continuity of the Marvel universe by, you know, the Captain universe powers. So yeah. Brad skipped my request completely. Sadly. No, I didn't. I just put it on the screen. I'm there's so many comments, Brent. I'm trying to get through them. Uh, Eric says uh, cult of love. Second request. That story is damn weird. 
Cult of Love. Uh, I tell you, web- what, I'm, you know, when I whenever I get some time, I'm going to have to go through all these and see what months yeah. we were, what months uh, they were covered. How under. about Captain Universe, Spidey? Yep, we that's we, second request for that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That lasted. I have to see how many issues that lasted, and but you know, it's it, it's it's a lot of stuff we have. I don't know. It may be worth it. Yeah. The thing is, though, I, I don't know if that gets into the Lobo Brothers thing, and I really hate yeah. it. I didn't like that. Brad, story can you do a collection video showing off your Spider-Man collection? Uh, that, that's the production of that isn't as easy as me having a guest on. I, that would require a lot of work. <laughs> I like to hold things up at the camera and say, "Look at my Frogman. <laughs> Look at my." This is JR's Kryptonite. My Secret Wars figures. <laughs> uh, I still have the uh, the black costume Secret Wars thing. It's right here. I got it right here. Right yeah, here. that was the, that was the first. Uh, it was so cool. That was one of the first Secret Wars toys. I think was the black yeah. costume. And that, and of course, I mean, be honest. I wish Spider Man still wore the black costume. I really, really, I, really. Yeah. I, I I think that was a better costume for a character who. Who you know prowls around during the night? And, yeah, you know, I, I I I do. The thing is, though, I mean, the the red and blues are so iconic. Yeah. But uh, I, I really thought the black suit was more appropriate for a, a spider Any pursuit, the four part of Spider-Man hunting down the chameleon after the robot parents we, died. We did, we did that. We did that. Yeah. But we did. I know. I I personally didn't do it very well. But uh, I have to take a break from that for a while. Jim is asking for Spec Fifty Seven to Sixty with the Beetle. That's one of his favorites. Uh, that's, that's stern spectacular. That's not a bad era. Yeah. Vinkman says he has that trade of the best of spice super stories. I showed it during the live callers. Yep. I remember that super Dave also has that trade. That would be, I, they, they should reprint those. They really should. Uh, Hornet, those are, I mean, how about have... Spider-Man acts of vengeance stories? Uh, is that still the, uh, cap Spider-Man cap universe thing? <sighs> it is. Yeah. Okay. Cause he goes up against Magneto and Graviton. Yeah. And JR, I mean, uh, George did a fight club with, um, from web where they're all fighting on the wall with giant man, maybe Titana or something like that. Uh, Josh says, uh, speaking of Hobgoblin was JR think of ASM 289 after all these years. Does he still hate it? I haven't read it in a long time, but I imagine now that I know that it's not the end of the story. Uh, I might go back and have a different look at it, but to be honest, it was just a hell of a horrible cheat story. It was, it was offensive. I can't, you know, Peter David says that it was supposed to be another fake out. I have my doubts. I think that was, I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, obviously I'm not calling him a liar. Obviously he knows I don't, but, uh, you know, it just, the thing is there've been so many fake outs. It's like, was this really going to be another fake out? So. We have a second request for one more day out of Mary. Uh, JR, if one more day gets undone by Spencer, would revisiting during Spider History be an option that makes sense? I, I, I don't know. So. The, maybe the thing is, though, we covered all of us covered one more day, you know, during the podcast, yeah. you know. Um, and like I said, I again, I wrote extensively about one more day in, in Spidey Kicks, but so you know, yeah. again, um, we'll see. Uh, Eric just went to eBay and found that webman issues going for 500 bucks graded. <laughs> See, I'm not buying them graded. I don't like CGC comics. I like mine. What do they call them now? Naked. I like my comics naked. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> you know, I bag and board them. I mean, you know, no, I bag and, and board them too. But that's yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, that's, I mean, and, and there might be like, for example, I might, uh, you know, I might put it like 
like amazing 39 in a case or something, but yeah. comic books are meant to be, you know, unless you've got action one or detective 27 or right. amazing fifth fantasy 15 comic books are meant to be right. I think we've you know? done the gang war from our RJK. We've done. Yeah, we, we is did it, do that one because uh, that one was daredevil is in a kingpin king fat <laughs> That's suit. weird. Yeah, it was. It, I had I had some fun with that because they're all trying to fake Spider Man out. You know, there's a kingpin, there's a kingpin, and Spider Man goes this? and he pulls and it's Daredevil and a. That was so weird. Uh, we got another vote for facade. <laughs> Brent was the first to vote for facade. I was referencing that comment being missed. But I'll put him down and three see of us have out. now. I ain't, I ain't promising hope, anything. Hope you do it, and no matter whose idea it was. Uh, Boy, that just that was such a. God, you know, I mean, it was Lance, they killed off Lance Bannon for no good reason, you know, I mean, and they tried to make you think that possibly Jonah or John Jameson was, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. They interviewed, they introduced this smarmy Arthur Bryce character who was supposed Remember to be Lance so Lance Bannon's girlfriend that was making out with Peter when Mary Jane came back. What was her well, name? Well, yeah, she was flirting with Peter, but no, they yeah, were making I, out. It was just a stupid ass. She story. had, uh, he had lipstick all over. Uh, has the burglar been covered? Return of the burglar ASM 200. I huh? think we did. I think we did ASM 200. I believe we did. Yep. That's a Marv Wolfman, right? Yes, it is. All right. Here's an exclusive, uh, news, uh, that I haven't mentioned before. Ooh. Uh, I sent an email to Marv Wolfman. He will be on the show later this year. Oh, right. uh, he has agreed to be on the show in the fall. So uh, we did cover start, Amazing 200 in Jan, in uh, January 2014. But anyway, yeah. Marv Wolfman, that'll Marv, be Marv Wolfman's Marv agreed Wolfman. to be on the on the show. So wow. that'll be fun to talk about that storyline because that's one of my favorites. What are some big what what are big events in Wolfman's run? We got the Return of the Burglar. Aunt May died. Introduction of the Black Cat. Oh yeah, he yeah introduction. But he he done a lot. Peter's, he did a, oh Marv Wolfman, that's the thing. He's a great writer. Marv Wolfman. Um, his run on amazing was, uh, amazing, (laughs) Um, but no, I remember, you know, when, when, when Len Wein went off, uh, and Marv Wolfman, I mean, Wolfman just started off right out of the box with the proposal, the first proposal, Peter's first proposal to Mary Jane. Um, and -hmm. then, you know, Peter graduated college or was graduated from college. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, that happened in issue 185. Uh, and, um, you know, then there was the, uh, the introduction of the black cat, uh, then, you know, obviously then the burglar story, aunt may mm-hmm. went into a nursing home, then the burglar story. And, uh, you know, and, and plus, uh, you just really felt things. I mean, Peter and Peter went to work for the daily globe for Barney Bushkin, right. but there was this mysterious publisher. Spencer Smythe died. Smyth died. Jonah handcuffed. There was a Jonah moment where Jonah, you know, again, kind of why spider-man was his personal devil because spider-man you know is one of the few people that has seen jonah at his weakest mm-hmm. you know uh it's just kind of like one reason why i emphasize that spider-man was his personal devil yeah. um and then you know obviously you know like i said the the, the whole thing with the daily globe all mm-hmm. interesting stories it, I mean, was. it was just it was every issue you just felt something was happening mm-hmm. or something was going to happen or is leading yeah. into something that was happening and then he laughed because he got and from what i understand and again you know maybe brad will ask about this you know mm-hmm. around basically when jim shooter came in uh jim shooter just uh, you know it, it's kind of funny i mean obviously i, I think a lot of people credit shooter with saving Marvel comics or helping Marvel comics reach another plateau. But unfortunately 
by by the means that he did that alienated a lot of other writers, a lot of people. He ended the um, the rotating writer editor um, mm-hmm. thing, yeah. which it pissed off a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and apparently, he was just one of those people who had a terrible managerial style. No matter if, no matter if, you know, no matter because you know, I mean, if you read it, I mean, Shooter improved royalties for people, payments, other mm-hmm. things, did a lot of things to try to make writers and artists' lives better. But he thoroughly mishandled the Kirby returning art thing. You know, he just he just had a way of being his own. Like However, I think someone he said, did, he couldn't get out of his own I've way. Read he helped Steve Ditko get work. I've read that and heard that. So that that's he did a lot of he did a lot of positive things for yeah. people, but yeah. apparently, you know, and I've been in situations, for example, where uh, a manager who's not so good and who has kind of let things go, you kind of get used to working around a bad manager if he's not a one of those psycho guys, you know, or people, you know, I mean, because sometimes the everybody kind of fills in the gaps and manages when the manager won't manage, but then when he gets replaced by somebody who tries to manage, you know, Mm -hmm. good or for bad, when they try to pull all that back that in, you know, it, it just creates a lot of anger and resentment. And there's usually a lot of mishandling and that's kind of what shooters run reminds me of some, somebody who, who had, who had to come in, who had to fix the manager, who had to fix it, but in fixing it, uh, just, alienated a lot of people wolfman's successor was denny o'neill and and, and josh nelson says to make jr suffer for our entertainment he should do an extended episode where he covers denny o'neill's entire run and once <laughs> you know it, it it's funny that you mentioned that joshua and and like by the way you're staying in that room you ain't getting out this month <laughs> Um, Jr. does timeout on his segments. Yes, <laughs> there, there would. I can see a lot of merit in doing just things like that. You know, like the all the twelve. The problem is, I, I, I really almost. Is doubt. it only twelve issues? It's not much. Fifteen, maybe, because I think he started with issue number two oh seven, uh, because Stern did two oh Stern did two oh six, which was a fill in. That's where he explained you know, this whole Jonah Harrell thing. Jonas the thing Harrell about thing. Denny O'Neill's run, and I, I have a similar bias to it that I do with Amazing Friends. Uh, that was my peak uh, seal the deal. I'm a Spider-Man fan for life because I um, started getting Amazing Spider-Man as a subscription during Denny O'Neill's run. And it would mm-hmm. come in the envelope. Yep. Uh, and that's, what is that, 1980? Yeah, uh, so brown, I was, uh, I remember I was, those little brown envelopes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was five at the time I was five years old getting a Spider-Man subscription in the mail. And I re- distinctly remember Namor on the cover with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I remember Hydra-Man and Spider-Man fighting with that big monster. And for five-year-old Brad, that was cool. Yeah. And then he, then he had a weird neighbor called Pinky. That was Pinky, a country singer. Lone, lonesome Pinky. Lonesome yeah, Pinky. Lonesome, and I'm like, well, Pinky, that's, yeah. that's kind of funny. But then uh, when five-year-old Brad becomes came seven-year-old Brad, he got into the Roger Stern stuff and the JR JR. And I was like, Oh, then the hobgoblin, but to five-year-old Brad, Denny O'Neill stuff was awesome. (laughs) uh, And boys and girls, that pretty well tells you all. In fact, I think really it's because Denny O'Neill's from Missouri. And I think Brad is just covering up for a fellow Missourian. (laughs) Um, but, but, there's but, but here, here's another thing why over the years, I, I don't know if that would be very, because I don't think Denny O'Neill wrote a lot of those stories. Yeah, I think said that 
because I believe in Jim Shooter's blog, and which yeah. was really a great blog. I don't know why he stopped it. Maybe people threatened to sue him. I don't know. <laughs> but he, he pretty he pretty well implied or said outright. He had other people writing that he had other people write for him. That he had interns write for him. Uh, yeah. And of course, he also said that when Denny hacked, he hacked badly. But uh, what, and that kind of makes sense. Like how amateurish some of the stories are because mm. you think somebody like Denny O'Neill with his experience in writing Batman and stuff, yeah. how could he write this dreadful one? He didn't like Spider-Man. He, I think he got the job as you know, I, I think he owed, you know, I mean, basically he was a comics legend. He was mm -hmm. down on his luck. Somebody gave him a job, you know, mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, we have, hopefully we all have people in our lives that are looking after us when we're at our lowest. Yeah. Uh, but he did not, he was not a Spider-Man fan. He did not care for the character. Yeah. Uh, and I, and he also I, I famously was dealing with substance abuse issues. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, you know, I honestly, actually, I honestly believe he didn't write those stories. And if he didn't I, write them, I'm not so sure what the point is of, of picking on him. <laughs> you know, right. I actually, before he passed away, I was in communication with getting him on the show mm. and I was wanting to ask him about his time. Cause it was, a, cause it was a very short time. And I, I had heard those rumors also, and I wanted to yeah. get his side of it, but unfortunately he passed away before. Yeah. I, I think, was, you know, and, yeah. and I looked for like interviews. I don't know that he's ever really talked about. He doesn't he ever, ever talk Spider-Man at all. So that's why I thought it would make a good show, but he was it, just, I, I got on it too late. I mean, yeah. we've, I've been doing this show 15 years. I had, plenty of opportunity to get Denny O'Neill on before. And yeah. it I just didn't happen. But, uh, but the fact that his run didn't even last two years back in those days yeah. when runs lasted, every, there was something wrong and, and Marvel knew it at the time. Yeah. And that's, they made the change to Roger Stern because the original carrion. I think we've done, I think, I think we've done that. I yeah. Think yeah. We've done that. Oh, Amy Powell. That's her name. Yes. Uh, oh, there you go, Jim. That's a good one. Tarantula and Will-O-Wisp and ASM 3, 233. We might have done, we might have done part of that. I don't uh, know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Eric agrees with me about CGC grades. He's not a fan. Uh, Hornacek, Josh, you really want to stay in JR's punishment room. Uh, Hornacek <laughs> is excited about our interview with Wolfman coming up. Uh, let's see. Did Wolfman write the affair with Betty or was that pre? Well, you know, it's funny. He wrote it, but he doesn't remember anything about it okay. because, uh, again, there's a little story behind this is because I, it's one of those things like, you know, the, remember, remember the late Josh Bertoni or whatever, Bert, uh, Bertoni he's Beagle. not late. He's, he's still alive, <laughs> um, but he was one of my early fans too. Uh, yeah. and, uh, before he became on the podcast, he was, uh, he yeah. was an early fan and, uh, you know, I kind of blew off whether or not Peter had an affair with Betty. I, I didn't think they had, you know, and, and he said, he basically wrote me and said, we'll take another look at that panel. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was pretty, it, it was obviously strongly implied that they yeah. had done something in between panels, but, and he did follow up with Wolfman and Wolfman says, I don't remember it. Yeah. So he probably, won. um, again, again, you know, these, these guys see these guys, we remember all the, this is the thing. We remember these yeah. things, you know, we dive back into the back issue bin and we remember these things and we remember where we were when we got the issues, these guys, maybe they love the characters, but to them, it was a job, Yeah, you know, they wrote the stories and, you know, like they wrote tons of different stories for different characters. Yeah. They don't remember. I mean, it's, it's disappointing that they're not as invested as we are 
but they really don't. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they uh, probably cringe. <laughs> how about a, how about a 10 minute warning, JR? We're going to wrap it up in about 10 minutes. Good idea. We, good idea. It's one o'clock. The my comments time. are coming in fast and the, we're even gaining viewers, which is crazy. It's, uh, yeah, it's one, R, yeah. RJK says, how about stories that Doc Ock was scared to death of Spidey and wanted to freeze when he would fight him around the two nineties in ASM. There, you know, I think we did the issue where he finally came out of that. Um, yeah. but, um, I, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's funny. The, uh, uh, in spectacular, uh, I think, uh, Jim Owsley slash Christopher priest, mm-hmm. uh, referred to one of those stories because of the cover he was wearing, like it looked like a dentist smock. So it was Dr. Oh, yeah, Octopus, yeah. Dr. Octopus, deadly dentist. Brent says, uh, what'd you do overview of runs in general? Like Jenkins, Peter Parker run, or some of the one off stories like 35 or 33. Are those the ones with the baseball game? And the baseball the game is snowball yeah. fight. I think yeah, the baseball game. Yeah. I, the baseball game was a very special one for me too. Not yeah. a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Nintendo says, don't forget annuals 14 and 15 of amazing. Those were O'Neill issues mm. too, that need to be covered. Oh, wow. I don't well, think they were that bad though. Were they? No, the I mean, annuals I, were good. 15 was the, the punisher one, right? Cause yeah. George just did that one on fight club. Yeah. With the uh, Punisher and and Doc Ock. In fact, I think one of those was a Frank Miller drawn issue, wasn't it? It is. Lonesome Pinky is the only good thing out of Denny O'Neill's run, especially for Crazy Chris's bio of the character on the podcast. That was a good episode where Crazy Chris did uh, uh, Lonesome Pinky's bio. I remember that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Nick Spencer should have brought back Lonesome Pinky during his run. Yep. Yes, Lonesome Pinky did get name checked in the PS4 game. I remember. I recorded it and I uploaded it uh, on my Facebook or something when I did na- a name check. Uh, let's see. Uh, ideas, Hornacek, the Assassin's Nation, Nation plot. We, oh, I- we, we did that. Yeah. We did the assassination plot. Round Robin, the sidekick's revenge. Oh, I don't know. We like didn't one. do that one. And I have no interest in doing that one. Trust me. That That's was the one with uh, Moon Knight, Punisher. Uh, Night Thrasher, maybe. Yeah, and and see that was the problem yeah. I had with uh, Michelinie's run because I felt Nip- Michelinie's run had way too much of that stuff. You know, yeah. where it was just I don't. It, it was just that time where like there were all these big, ob- big long. Ob- you know, one of the Sinister Six stories. You know, for example, I think which mm-hmm. we did too, a uh, six parts. You know, the big loud obnoxious stories with people with big guns and well, they were just- shipping twice a week because it was summer. I think that was a summer yeah, deal. So yeah. if I remember correctly, yeah, I, I just, uh, I really hate, I really, I, I've, I'm not a big fan of the Michelinie period for, because of those yeah. types of stories, which was worse. Denny O'Neill's run the 1999 reboot or Dan slots worldwide run Dan slot. I, I think, I, I, I think that was so far off from the character. Well, I, I think the worldwide run had potential. Like I've always no, said, I don't. I don't think the idea was bad, but the execution was really bad, you know, cause it's kind of like, well, what if Peter Parker finally decided to get a real job and do something with his brilliance, you know, and then, and then find out that that's not really what he wanted to do. That's not where his destiny is. That story could have been told, but it wasn't. It wasn't. We got him being James Bond and something that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, the 99 reboot is that's a good question because I don't think Denny O'Neill's era was meant as an FU. I pretty well think the 90, 99 reboot was an FU. Uh, and uh, so from that mm-hmm. perspective alone, it would probably have to be considered the worst. Um, really? Oh, yeah. I don't know, though. We, but we I mean, if you did. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, 
Why? Why? I, you, I you just think, come on. You didn't like I, Captain Power any more than anybody else, did you? Or pantless bionic ock? <laughs> come on. But I didn't like an o- ock. I didn't like an out of character Spider-Man making out with Mockingbird, becoming Iron Man slash Bruce Wayne. That's not who the dude is. Oh, I, I see. Just you're, comparing, you're comparing worldwide to ninety nine, not ninety nine to. Okay, uh, I understand. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I understand. What said, uh, Spider-Man Rain. You could have fun with that one, Jr. You know, oh, Spider-Man I Rain. Like I have to say, Spider-Man Rain has the one great line that sums up Peter and Mary oh, Jane's no. relationship. Oh, no, 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 no. no. No, no, what is um, it? no, it's no, we're not talking about the million eggs of cancer. Um, yeah, that's what I thought you referenced. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, that's another classic line, but no, yeah. I mean, it really, it has, cause it reminds me of one of these, uh, it reminds me of those uh, in amazing Spider-Man two, where everybody, you know, was, you know, said, Oh, well, Gwen loved Peter Parker. Mary Jane just loved Spider-Man. No. Uh, but, uh, but it, it, it had the line where like Peter's imagining, you know, talking to Mary Jane and Mary Jane says, Peter, I didn't fall in love with you because you could put your fist through flash Thompson's skull. I fell in love with you because you could, but you chose not to. Well, that's a good line. Uh, that was a great line. That. And that summed it up. It was yes, because, you know, so yes, Mary Jane is in love with Peter Parker, but Peter Parker is the hero. Spider-Man is the costume. Peter Parker is the hero. And yeah. that's why Mary Jane loves him. Not because he's Spider-Man, but because what Peter is Parker skin deep is a web. Hero. Oh, I don't remember that one. What's no, skin, skin deep? Skin deep actually is that the fake molten man. That's the skin deep. Um, if what there's a skin deep, deep if there's a skin deep from web, oh, there was a skin deep from web of Spider-Man. Yes, there was. There was, what, but I don't. What's it? I don't okay. remember it right now. But yeah, yeah the on, skin I'll, deep. I'll I, yeah, the skin deep I was thinking of was with the fake molten man during uh, the JMS era. Yeah, but I think you're yeah. right. I think there was a skin deep from the. I'll pull it web. up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I was about to say it's 107. I'm I'm beginning to fade. <laughs> I am too. Over. <laughs> Uh, oh no that it pulled up an article from the crawl space but it was talking about jms uh here you go it's jerry conway it's on amazon okay uh got rocket racer on it i can't even student riot skin, oh we've uh, done oh, that the, we've done that the skinheads yes i remember the that. skinheads we have done that we have done that we have done that the, one the the guy who was uh i'd have to look it up but yeah. he the bad guy was named eddie he was Eddie and Eddie oh, was us. He was the self-loathing. Yeah. He was a yeah, yes, drug We addict. have done that one we because did. Eddie was a self-loathing Jew. And I think Hawk was, maybe it was Hawkeye in that one or whatever, but uh, I forget. I don't know, but it was like, and it was one of those like that had one of these sappy sentimental uh, sayings at the end, you know, and it's like, uh, we just, I already just collectively groaned. We did do that one. Yeah. It's a bad, we one. also did octopus owl war, but not modern with the panels. We haven't done it. Yeah, we haven't. That's a, that's a that's, good one. That's, that's a great, a classic. That's, a, that's a classic. And not in trade. That's not in trade. It's, so you know, kids, that's that uh, kids today. Don't know that one. JR. Let me write that one. <laughs> Let me write that one. Yeah. To octopus or owl, because that is a story, which I consider one of my all time favorites. Me and too. it, but it's one me that's too. not been analyzed to death. Like a lot it of the other been. classics. It hasn't. So, and there that, we go. There we go. Out. Thank that, you. Octopus. That, owl. That's a very good one. And, and I, that visual is great. As a, as a kid, him just ripping those arms. Like yep. I, I've got you now. Brett I mean, says to bring it full him. You could feel him fall in love with Felicia. I mean, that's when he yeah. really 
fell in love with Felicia. And you could feel it. It was honest. It was genuine. You know, he fell. He fell hard. Uh, and then, you know, Al Milgram and, you know, went and shit all on him. So Brent says Spec 184, which we've been talking about, was one of his first Spider-Man comics. He's amazed he ever came back. <laughs> all right. That's a good one to end on. As we gain even more viewers up I'm looking at, we're up to 30 now. Uh, so folks, thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm, I'm out of, I'm really out of gas. I'm, I'm running out of gas too. We've been on for several hours now. Um, we but you've given back. me a lot of good ideas, folks. Yeah. Uh, no Al Octopus, Al Octopus 200, Spec 189.200, Cult of Love, Identity Crisis, Planet of the Symbiotes, uh, Facade People. I don't know if you're going to no. get that one. Uh, jo- Josh's Spec 87, where it ruined Black Cat's character for years. That's that the one where one he of, lifts up the mass. Yeah. That's one of my uh, 10 worst Spider Man stories, and it remains so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Good night, and uh, we will be back in October <laughs> for Spider Ooh, History Halloween. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, maybe there's a good well, goblin story there. Maybe there's a goblin story. All right, gang. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/slash Crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month or Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.